0: and welcome to this week's Connect Life Word session. My name is Michelle and I'm the lead pastor at Victory in the Word Outreach located in Toronto. And I'm so glad that you can join us today because it's all about connecting. We're connecting with the Word of God so that we can live out our faith in really practical ways. Together, as a family, as a community, as a people, we are learning how to stand in truth, triumph over challenges and thrive in purpose, releasing the sound of victory as we go. And as we get started today, we're going to take a moment to say thank you to God. Usually when we pray, we tend to ask God for things, whether it's uh, provision or deliverance or help. We are good at the asking, but we need to get even better at the thanksgiving because there is so much to give god thanks for not just for the things that we can see but for all the things that we cannot so let's let's do that right now god we thank you we thank you for your love towards us god it is not that we have loved you it is that you have loved us it is not that we have searched for you and run you down and find you no It is that you are with us from creation to the end, you are with us. And we say, thank you. And in our time together today, God, thank you for your word. Thank you for your presence in the person of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus, for, you know, just releasing to us everything that we need to live in victory. God, thank you for every person. Who is listening today? Thank you for our families, for our homes, for our jobs, God, for the dreams that you have placed in us. And thank you for the ability to do those things. And so we bless you, we thank you, and we honor you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. It is good to give God thanks. We don't want to be ungrateful as his children. know we want to say thank you in all things because he's so, so good towards us. Every thought that he thinks towards us is a good thought to give us a hope and a future that is bright. And I'm grateful to God today. And I hope, I hope that you are as well. And so we return to Luke chapter 10, as we were talking about it last week. Uh, the account of Mary and Martha and Jesus. We went on one level last week looking at, you know, the the positions of Mary and Martha and Jesus' response to them and how we can apply the truth that He reveals to our everyday moments in this century. So let's read Luke chapter 10 verse 38. That's where we're starting. that my sister has left me to do the work by myself, tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better and it will not be taken away from her. Mary and Martha and Jesus Martha opens her home to welcome in Jesus and I'm sure some of those who were following him at the time those who wanted to hear what he had to say and before we go any further today I would love for us to camp on that verse just for a minute because Ma- Martha invited Jesus into her home. She opened up her home to him. And anytime you open up your home or your heart to Jesus, guaranteed there will be an upgrade. You may not even know the area that you need the upgrade in, but wherever Jesus goes, he brings the upgrade. He wants us to live the life that he has destined for us to live. And we as people, we live so far below it. And so anytime he steps into our situation, he's going to show us, he's going to reveal to us truth so that we will be upgraded. That we will begin to think a little bit more like he does that our lenses will be changed so our perspectives change so that we can see like he does. Martha opened her home to him, and that was the first and best thing because even if there is something wrong going on in the home, Jesus can fix it. And I think that's so great because as we open our hearts, our lives to Jesus, and we give him room to come in. We don't have to worry that we need to fix ourselves, (laughs) but with all the love and the grace that Jesus has, he will make us aware of truth so that we will be upgraded and live as he designed us to live above our situations, above our challenges, above the things that seek to weigh us down and oppress us. He wants us to live in victory. So the first thing is we've got to open up our hearts, our lives, our homes to his presence. So Martha did that. She opened up her home to Jesus and in that she, she's working for Jesus, right? She's preparing, doing all those things, not for herself, but to serve the King, to serve her rabbi to serve her master and in the middle of all the preparations her sister who should be helping her is at the feet of Jesus taking in right what he is saying and why I can say she's like drinking in every word is that if she was just listening half-heartedly she might have been in the back of the room cowering in the corner but no she's at the feet of Jesus so Whatever he says, if it's, if you can't hear it at the back, guarantee you'll be able to hear it right where he is. So Mary is taking in what Jesus is saying because his words are spirit and they are life. And you can always listen to last week's um, podcast that will give you some more background on that. But we're going to go a little deeper today. And as she is sitting, Mary is sitting at the feet of Jesus and she is just receiving everything. Martha's like, God, Jesus, she needs to help me. I got, there's a lot of things to do. Why don't you ask her to help me? So Martha interrupts the teaching <laughs> to ask for help. And Jesus just being the great savior, he is the great teachers. Listen, Martha, you're worried and upset about many things. Just an aside, in the presence of Jesus, worry goes because peace is there. So her um, internal world was not being impacted by the presence of Jesus. So he's about to give her an upgrade. We may see it as a scolding, but Jesus is giving her an upgrade. And he says, listen, Martha, you're worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed. And Mary chose what is better and that can't be taken away from her because in that moment, Mary paid attention and put her focus on the who and not the what. Our lives are filled with what's. Our jobs, our positions, our placements, our roles, our achievements, our our passions. There's a lot of things that we do, that we run after, that we put a lot of energy and time and money into uh, accomplishing. And I'm not saying those things are wrong, no. But the priority in the kingdom, according to Jesus, is the who that you are becoming is much more important than the what, because there will always be doctors. There will always be lawyers. There will always be teachers. There will always be hairstylists. There will always be these professions, but what really makes the difference is not the what that they are doing, but it is the uniqueness of the who that is doing the what and in the kingdom of God, his focus is on the who that we are becoming because. We are made in His image and in His likeness. And He wants us to be who He has designed us to be. He has given up us of His Spirit, the Holy Spirit, to help us in that process so that there would be integrity of the image. The image of God that we are made in and we have been redeemed and restored by Jesus A life of integrity means that we are reflecting that image correctly. That we actually look like Jesus. And it has nothing to do with skin tone and shape and gender. No, but it has to do with character. Who are we on the inside? God is interested in the who that we are becoming, the process that you're in in life, the challenges that you've experienced, the things that you have been through, even the difficult times, all of those things have been working together to develop you into a specific who. And it is that who, that uniqueness of your person that will be brought to the work, the what that God has for you to do. He doesn't want us to run after things and the what, what we accomplish, what we achieve, all those things. He doesn't want us to run after those things at the expense of the who. He doesn't want me to be a great speaker with a rotten attitude or that I'm not loving or that I'm not a peacemaker. I have no self-control. God is invested in making you the who who that he knows you are to be so that the integrity of the image is upheld. That when he looks at us, he can see himself. Just like when he looked at Jesus, he saw himself. And let me tell you, we cannot do it on our own. That is why he has given us the comforter, Holy Spirit to help us in the process so if you are feeling a little discouraged today uh, you feel like the pressure is too much I don't know if I can live this word thing I don't want to walk it out or you're tired of sticking out because you do things a little differently may this word reassure you that your journey the kingdom truth today is your process is really about the who that you are becoming God if you open your heart to him, open your home like Martha did, will give you an upgrade so that you will become closer and closer to a perfect reflection of he who created you. It's possible because Jesus did it and he did it on the earth being led by the spirit. We have the spirit. And so as we are led by the spirit, He will develop us into the who that He knows we can be. Ephesians 2, verse 10 says, For we are His, God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. You realize that the works that He has created for us comes after the acknowledgement that we are his handiwork, his workmanship, because he's molding and fashioning and forming you into the who that reflects his image. And as you do that, you will be able to do the works, the works that he has created for you to do. So the who, the who you are becoming, is the primary thing. Mary chose to sit at Jesus' feet, to let the words of truth, the words of life come into her so she would become a better person. And Jesus said she made the better choice. She chose the better thing. And listen, it will not be taken from her because roles change. Positions go, jobs are made redundant. All these things that we pride ourselves on, the what, the what we're doing, can change in a twinkling of an eye, but the who you are cannot be taken from you. And that is what God is looking at, and that is what we will be truly rewarded for. We don't wanna just do all these things In God's name. And at the end, he's like, I don't know you. Basically, when I look at you, I don't see myself. So may you be encouraged today that the process of life, this journey, this beautiful, gloriously messy journey that we are on is about developing the who. And the who will do the what. Don't neglect the who, don't run after the busyness and the what's. I pray for all of us that we will be attentive to the moments of our lives and that we would allow Jesus to make us into the who that he has designed us to be. So that any what that we do will reveal the glory of God because the glory can be seen in us. So take a moment, write down what you think your who is, not what you're doing or what you can do, but who are you as a person and see how God is moving in that so that you will be to the world, just a beautiful image bearer of God, his handy work and so this is Michelle again from victory in the word outreach thanking you for joining us this week for our connect life word session and I'm reminding all of us that the who is what life is all about and as you go I pray that you will connect with this word listen to it listen to it again and let it hit another level of your thinking your feeling your being So God can go deep and reveal to you his truth. Subscribe to our channel, share the message, and let's continue to stand in truth, triumph over challenges and thrive in purpose, releasing the sound of victory. As we go, God bless you.